There it is. All right. What's up, everyone? My name is Josh. You can find me on Twitter at josh.teeter01. You can follow me on Instagram at josh.teeter. Um, and this is the State School Podcast. All right. It's Austin from Team SEC, and this is uh, Garrett, also on Team SEC. Uh, we're new to this new podcast, but basically what we're going to do, it's mostly an SEC podcast, but nothing's really going on right now. So we're going to talk about the draft today, um, a little bit of news. Then we're going to do a few segments. So first off, we're going to start with the news. So guys, the other day, I saw that they may be pushing football back a semester, um, and it would interfere with basketball and baseball. And this was from a verified source on Twitter. What would you think about that if they push football back a semester? So it'll be mm-hmm. starting in the spring? Yeah. See, that would really interfere with stuff because, you know, you got basketball going on, and I feel like a lot of teams would lose tickets and just a lot – they'd lose revenue from that. And, you know, I like – I feel like fall is just, the, you know, the classic college football time. And so I feel like not as many people would go to the games, especially sometimes with that spring heat when you get later to that postseason. Yeah, it's, it, it's it's not – I don't know how that would work. Yeah, and then also you got, like, other teams, like not only football, but you got other teams, you know, that also play in the fall, also play in the mm-hmm. spring. Right. So it's like – but it'll be one hell of a time in the spring for sure. No, I agree. But the thing is, if you start in that spring semester, you're going to be starting maybe in February. What's the weather going to be like in February? I know down in the south it won't be that bad. But if you're going up but, to Ohio or somewhere like that, oh, yeah. it's going to be bad weather. Yeah, yeah for sure. So, it, it's not going to be fun at all. Well, yeah. I've seen stuff that they were going to move college football to the uh, summer, you know, up till July. Imagine playing the swamp in the swamp and, you know, all that during summer. That'd be okay. awful. Yeah, it'd be really hot. So, I don't – do you guys think there will be football next year or do you think they're going to start on time? I think you? so. You know – I heard recently in some states, like, already opened up restaurants and stuff. So, you know, it's, it's starting to incline to where it's, like, uh, places opening up. So, you know, and everyone loves football. I think they'll go ahead and start it in the fall. Cool. All right. Um, I know one of y'all had something you wanted to talk about news-wise. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's about the NFL draft. But go ahead, Garrett. Uh, I mean, obviously, I was going to talk about Gronk to the Bucks. What do y'all think about that? Do y'all think he's going to – you know, like, it's going to be like the old duo or, you know, it's fading out or what? So, I'm not huge in the NFL. I told you guys about that a little bit before. But, of course, I know who Gronk and Brady are. Um, from what I've seen, the Buccaneers, I don't think they have the best offensive line. And I know they have a yeah, – they got a few pieces on offensive line. But, you know, it's not like, you know, the Steelers off, offensive line. But it, it's, it's doable, I guess. They're going to be good. I don't think they'll be good enough to win it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll be a pretty decent team. Weapons. He's got like Godwin, Mike Evans, and obviously now Gronk. And then uh, the question is, are they going to have to trade OJ Howard, or are they going to run two tight end set? Because you know OJ was supposed to be the main tight end, but now Gronk's coming back, so I don't know how they're going to handle that. That's true. Maybe they can get a valuable pick in the draft, maybe for OJ Howard. He's because he. He's, I know. I know there's teams that could really use O.J. Howard, so. That's very true. Sweet. Okay, do you all want to cut into the draft, our mock draft? Oh, yeah, yeah, let's go ahead. Okay, sweet. So, what we did, we did top 20 picks of the draft. We each said who we get picked. We're going to tell a little bit about them. Um, we're going to go one at a time. So, we're going to start off with the first pick, which is the Bengals. I think we probably all had the same here. I have Joe Burrow. Do you all? Yeah, undisputed. Number yeah, one. I saw this thing too, and it was like they said on Thursday that's like that's their number one pick. Like they've already got their mindset on it. Yeah. I think, in my opinion, he's the best college football player I've watched. Really? In a lot of he twenty twenty ten Cam. That he he was uh he, well look, Cam had a lot of close games. You know, you, you have some of those like where he went on the road at Kentucky. I mean Kentucky was decent, but like he won by three points in that game, and there's a lot of iffy games that he had, but he was dominant for sure. He was a freak of nature. But I Joe mean, Burrow, I seriously think stats wise and just the way he played, he had the best college football season I've ever but seen. He also had like Justin Jefferson and all of them, you know, probably the best wide receiving core. I, don't, I think that well, Burrow had a lot more help, exactly. Cam, Cam did it really on his own, but. You can't you go you go and look at some of those plays that Burrow made. 
that's not just because he had good receivers. Right. I mean, he had multiple Heisman moments and, I mean, countless plays where he just took hits and got right back up and just, you know, threw a 50-yard touchdown pass. I mean, okay, he, so, he like, so the year after Cam left, what was the record? They won like four games or seven games? Auburn, okay, the, the year after, I think they were eight and five. Yeah, and, and then the year 2012, before, they went three and nine. See, next they year, went, LSU's still going to be good. But LSU, I think, will be decent next year. I think LSU will still be a top 10 team next season. Even with mm-hmm. I think I think they'll make a New Year's Six bowl. Right. But Auburn was a good year. that's just my opinion. That's why I think Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton's more valuable to his team. He was. But Burrow, I mean, you put Burrow on any team, he's he's gonna do pretty good. Oh, did you see that thing? It was like uh Joe Burrow's dad at the beginning of the year. It was like you know the Heisman oh. line for Burrow was not good at all. So he put like two thousand dollars into Joe Burrow at the beginning of the year from the win Heisman. He, I think he got like over twenty thousand dollars. Not was, like he's gonna need it after Burrow gets that NFL <laughs> contract, but yeah. What were yeah, the contracts heavy. heavy? I forgot the odds at the beginning of the year for Burrow to win Heisman. They weren't high at all. That's for sure. Because you know, Junior, he was like an average quarterback. He was like your Greg McElroy at Alabama. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Blew up out of nowhere. No one saw mm-hmm. that. And. and player that like was really good was Tim Tebow um no. Tebow was so dominant I mean Tebow was awesome if I think about and they've mostly been the SEC the best quarterbacks over the last 10 years I think of Tebow Manziel um Manziel. Cam, and I mean I feel like those are the top three that I can think of off my head that were some of the best quarterbacks someone someone that's underrated to me I mean he had a great team Mike Burrow but AJ McCarron was pretty pretty yeah. solid when he was at Alabama he he was really underrated in the NFL because I remember he played one game against the Steelers I think and uh, it was the know, Bengals versus the Steelers that playoff game I remember yeah. that and then AJ McCarron started because Andy Dalton was hurt and he had he had a good game he went like twenty one for twenty five. Something like that. That game was really unfortunate. You know, SEC guy Jeremy Hill, he uh, had that fumble that really cost him yeah, the game. And, yeah. Ever since then, he hasn't been the same. But, I mean, that Bengals team was solid. Yeah, they probably would have won that game if he didn't fumble. I remember yeah, well, that Vontae's, uh, Vontae's perfect hit on uh, Antonio Brown, that was that was a pretty nasty play. And that cost him, too. So, so, for All right. the number two pick, and for mine, I didn't do trades or anything. Did y'all include trades? That's fine. We'll just do straight up. That's okay, sweet. Um, who do y'all have? We'll start off Garrett. Who do you have going to the Redskins? It's young. I think it's, I think we all have that, don't we? Yeah. Okay. You know, like when – like uh, before, like, you know, all this concern about Tua, I was taking a hot take on the Skins taking Tua. Okay. For a- but now that after the combine and everything, Chase Young's an animal. Like, there's no way they pass up on him. I agree. And, like, we're not going to do trades, but we can talk about how teams are actually thinking about trading. So, the Redskins have actually been in talks of trading down. And I don't know how far they're trading down, but I don't know if they actually do it or not because, you know, it may just be, you know, they may just be putting that out there. Wait, so but, who would they trade down for a quarterback? I'm sure someone would trade up for a quarterback. Or, so, moving on, we're, I mean, I guess we can go ahead and move on to the number three pick because we all have Chase Young. But for the number three pick, the uh, Ian Rappaport, or however you say his name, he actually reported that the Dolphins are thinking about trading up for the number three pick to draft an offensive tackle. Oh, okay. Not a quarterback, an offensive tackle. But I've also seen other things saying that Tua, you know, he's they'd be surprised if they picked anybody else but to a so it's really it's really crazy you know i i'm not sure okay who do you all have in your three spot so uh, for not trades i got jeff okuda going to the lions yeah that's a solid pick but i feel yeah. like something else that the lions could do is they could trade back and if they could trade somehow for a cornerback then you know they could they wouldn't have to worry about getting okuda at all they could trade back, get more picks, and then draft somebody like, you know, Derek Brown or, you know, some offensive line help. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I just think that the offensive lineman class is just too loaded. So, I, I guess they could trade down. But, I don't know, I feel like you can get some late-value picks for an offensive lineman. And that's true. They're also kind of top-heavy, though, at the tackle spot, though. I mean, you got 
you got, let's see, Micah Becton, Andrew Thomas, uh, Tristan Wirfs, uh, Jedrick, Jedrick Wills. And then, I, he, he's the best one, in my opinion. Yeah, that was no particular order. But uh, And then I think you got – what's his name from Houston? Uh, is it Josh Jones? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Justin Jones? Or something like that. I, I can't remember. I know who you're talking about. I had him somewhere, but, yeah. Yeah, he's really yeah. good, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He'll be a, I think he'll be a surprise first-round pick. Um, gotcha. All right, so who, who do you all have at three? Jeff Okuda? I, I think that's a safe bet for the Lions. Because they lost Darius Slay, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, they, yeah so they need another defensive back to replace him. So Yeah, Darius Slay wanted out, so they shipped him to the Eagles, I think. Yeah, I think that sounds right. Yeah, I think you're right. So this so, is probably where we start getting mixed up is in the four spot because I feel like the first three, that's almost what everyone had. Um, so, Austin, who do you have going in the number four spot? Oh, this one's tough because the Giants are either going to take a tackle or they're going to take, you know, probably one of the most underrated players that is, you know, everyone knows about, and that's Isaiah Simmons. You know, I he's a great player. Me and Garrett were talking about how he's literally a swift – you know, Swiss Army knife on defense. Everybody talks about Taysom Hill, someone that can do everything on offense. Isaiah Simmons can do everything on defense. I mean, he's played defensive end, linebacker, safety. He's pretty much done everything, and I, I feel like they couldn't pass up on him. Okay, gotcha. So, I have a fun story about Simmons. So, he was actually – he attended a camp at the University of Arkansas. I think he was a junior or senior in high school, and Arkansas was his dream school. But Brett Bielema told him that he would not have a spot on the Arkansas team. And really? so Arkansas missed out on him, and he ended up being one of the top players in the country because Brett Bielema is an idiot. Yeah, they fired him recently, haven't they? He's in. He's on the Patriots staff, I think, now. Oh, really? Yeah, because we had Bielema and then Chad Morris. Chad Morris went 2-10 and ten in back-to-back years, and now we have Sam Pittman. Yep. Uh, but – who do you have, Garrett, going? Do you have Simmons? If I were the Giants, I'd take Simmons easily just because, you know, he's he's a freaking nature. Like, you can put him at DN, linebacker, safety. Like, he can play anywhere. But we've seen that before with uh, Clowney, you know? Because when he, when he was coming out, people were questioning if he was going to be a linebacker, defensive end. And obviously, he's a, he's a great player. But, like, you know, with, with those kind of players, it can be debatable. I agree. So, I actually – this is where we get mixed up a little bit. Um, so, I went with the offensive tackle out of Alabama. Willis, Jutrick Willis, or Jutrick, however you say Jutrick Willis. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. And so, I went with him, and you touched on they may take a tackle. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. going with him in that spot. And I actually don't have Simmons near as high as you guys. He's on my list, but he's down a lot more. Okay. So, we can move to number – Five. Yeah, Dolphins, and this is where I uh, did Tua. So I think Tua too. This, a lot of people are wondering about his injury, how good he will be, how injury prone he has been. Um, we know last year he got hurt pretty bad, and luckily it wasn't. I thought it was going to be a lot worse, to be honest, when they were first reporting it. Um, but in 2018, he threw for almost 4,000 yards, 43 touchdowns. Dude's a stud. He is. Yeah. I, I just think he's a player you can't miss out on no matter the injury. You got to take the risk. I agree. Uh, so, I uh, know I can't do that. I was gonna I was gonna think about maybe putting Herbert there, but no, Tua definitely. He he's got the highest chance to go to the Dolphins, and I think that's a pretty safe pick. Right I mean, there. I I've seen some mock drafts where they say Herbert's going to go above Tua. Well, yeah. I've yeah. I mean, people, you know, it's a toss up between them two. And the reasoning is, you know, okay, you put Herbert and Tua side by side. They're pretty close in their skill set. Obviously, Tua, you know, edges them a little bit. But then you see Herbert, and he's healthy. Right. And so I feel like, I mean, maybe – because Tua's actually failed multiple phys- – wasn't it physicals or, you know, team physicals that they've had? And, he, and, you know, that could be a red flag and cause him to drop. Not too far, but it could cause him to drop, you know, out of the top five, so we'll see. Is that what you're thinking? Hmm? Drop, like, he drops to the Chargers for the next pick? Yeah, so people are saying when Tua, you know, Tua dropping in the draft, they don't mean dropping out of the top ten. They mean, you know, 
sliding maybe six, seven, eight, you know, someone trading up for him. But, yeah, I don't think – I mean, the furthest he could drop is maybe maybe nine or ten without, you know, someone trading up for him. So, yeah, I see. Gotcha. So, is that both of y'all had Tua in that spot? Yep, Tua. Okay, sweet. So, who do you have going next to the Chargers? Herbert. Herbert, for sure. Okay, that's what I figured. He threw – for 3,471 yards with 32 touchdowns last year. So, he's a yeah, – so it's going to be fun to watch both of them in the NFL. I'm ready to see who ends up having a better career. So, who do you think is going to be the best side of the three quarterbacks, Burrow, Tua, or Herbert? So, are we doing – you going to do start one, sit one, cut one here? Yeah, let's go ahead and do it right now. Let me keep these real quick while we're talking about it. Yeah, sweet. So, basically what this is, we're saying these three quarterbacks, we're choosing whether we want to start them if they were on our team, sit, which one we'd want to sit, and which one would be cut. And I'll let you start it off. Okay. All right. So, for me, it's I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to start Burrow because, I mean, this guy is the number one pick for a reason. You know, he had the best single season from a quarterback I've ever seen. You know, he, he's a freak of nature. And, yes, he had a great team. And he may not produce a bunch of wins for the Bengals in season one, but I think he's going to put up pretty good numbers. He he actually may have more like a Peyton Manning rookie season where he throws a little bit of picks. But uh, I saw that Peyton Manning was like, if we're going to break my interceptions record, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think Jameis Winston's already done that enough for him. <laughs> but uh, so I think – I feel like Herbert would be the nice – I think I'm going to say bench Herbert. I like Herbert because, I mean, this guy, I watched him in the Auburn game. He played solid. Auburn's got a great defense. And Herbert played really good. The only thing that kept Oregon from winning that game is pretty much other players' mistakes. And, I mean, Herbert did what he could. But, I mean, if if your team, you know, is screwing up in the fourth quarter and giving Auburn a chance, you know, you can't really help that. So. I agree. And then I – so I guess I'd have cut Tua, and I'm, I'm going to get some hate for that because Tua, I mean, he's got – his potential's through the roof. And I'm, I know I'm going to look back at this, and, you know, he's going to be an all-pro for sure, but we'll see. See, if it were me, I'd probably choose uh, – I say, I say start Tua. I, I just think that he has the most potential out of the three players because, you know, Joe Burrow is like, what, 24? He's yeah, Burr's a lot. I think he's like maybe one year older than Tua, maybe two. I'm not sure. I don't know. He just like when he came in as a freshman in that national championship game. I mean, like it was like basically like his first big stage game, and he showed out real well. I think we'll do the same in the NFL. I just think that he has the best potential out of all the three of them. If he if you know doesn't get injured or anything, and uh, you know like with big college quarterbacks, you got like Sam Bradford. Uh, Tim Tebow, Cam Newton. I mean, Cam Newton did do real well, but Sam Bradford and uh, Tebow, they didn't do anything in the NFL. So you, sometimes sometimes how good a player is in college doesn't really reflect on the NFL. I agree with that. That's true. It's, it's a hot take, but, you know. I, no, that's a good why. take. It's a good take. You know, my main concern has been with Tua is he hasn't really won the big games besides that Georgia National Championship. I mean, you see his game against Clemson. That was a rough game. I mean, the, the final score was what, like forty-four to sixteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was a rough game. And I know you, mm-hmm. you say, okay, well, that's not Tua's fault. Well, Tua had what was supposed to be the best offense of all time, and he he got shut down. So unless he was hurt, you know, I you know that's it's kind of hard to kind of hard to tell right there. But I mean, we saw flashes of greatness from him, but also those weren't the best teams either. So it's just it's hard to tell from this point. Okay, so for me, this was tough. Um, I think what I'm gonna do is I'm also I'm gonna start Herbert. So he's yeah. gonna start starter here. Uh, that's a hot take right there. Yeah, all starting someone different. Yeah, so this is what I'm thinking, and I know I talked about Tebow and Manziel, and don't get me wrong, Burrow is not a Tim Tebow or Johnny Manziel. But there's been a lot of players who were really good in college that did not turn out to be anything mm-hmm. excuse me, anything in the NFL. And so I think that honestly could happen with Burrow. Um, 
I'm going to move him to the bench. I'm going to cut Tua just because of Tua's injuries and stuff. And I don't think that he will be that great in the NFL. He's very athletic, um, but I just don't see it. So I'm going Herbert with the start. I'm going to sit Burrow, and I'm cutting Tua. Well, Garrett, do you uh, – so who are you going to uh, bench and cut? I'm going to bench Burrow and cut Herbert. Okay. So ours are kind of – you so know, Ours are all like, you know. Yeah, I like that, though. I like it. We'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting. All right, so y'all want to move on to the number seven? Yeah, were we on the Panthers now? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so I took Derek Brown. Mm, me too. 33 solo tackles. Um, 6'5", 318 pounds. Dude's a stud. Yep. But I, I think he's going to be a very, very good player in the NFL. Yeah, so, so do I. You know, I think Derek Brown could have gone top ten last year and decided to stay another year. Actually improved his draft stock, in my opinion. And I, I think, yeah, I think they take Derrick Brown right here. So next and, Well, okay. hold, on, hold on. One sec. Sorry. Uh, you know, like I was talking about earlier, you know, I really – I think that the Lions may actually trade down. Okay. You know, because, I, I mean, if they could take Derrick Brown later, like maybe like five or six, and then, you know, give that team that quarterback at three, and then they could somehow, you know, trade for a corner, I think that would work out really well for them. I mean – I, I just – I've really thought about that because they need that interior defensive lineman as well. So, they would be getting two team needs with that and more picks. So, I mean, that may work. But, anyway, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Very good. I was just going to move on to the next one. Who do you have going next? Um, you want me to go ahead and go? Yeah, you can go for it. All right. Uh, I think, it's, I think uh, Cardinals are going to draft Jedrick Wills right here. Okay. Solid offensive tackle from Alabama, I think. I mean, it's really a toss-up to see who's the best, but, I mean, I think they pick him right here. See, like, I think they're picking a tackle too, but I like Werfs better, the one from Iowa. I, I think he's more of a raw talent. You know, I feel like he has more potential. That's why I'm – Oh, I, yeah, his, draft, his combine was amazing. Yeah, I know. And, you know, that – he's, he's, he's a big boy too and really athletic. So, I just I, – I think he would be the better selection for the Werfs. Okay, gotcha. I also went with worse. Um, staying with the offensive tackle, the Cardinals need one, so I think that's where he'll end up. All right. Now we're on the Jags. So I went with C.J. Henderson right here. Um, Twenty-six solo tackles out of Florida. He's a pretty good player, and I think he'd benefit the Jags in a lot of ways. Yeah, I agree with that. C.J. Henderson was really good in Florida. So you got you got CJ Henderson going to the Jags as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, I've got. Uh, so I was, I was thinking, you know, all week I was saying, you know, I don't think a receiver is going to go top ten, but I think I think the Jags get a little trigger happy here and get C Lamb at nine. Ooh, okay, I like that. Actually. Yep, CD CD Lamb's a freak of nature. He's getting D Hop comparisons, and I mean, oh, I can yeah. see. Did y'all see him in that national championship game against? Uh, or I guess you say semifinals against uh, uh, against LSU. Mm -hmm. that, that one ridiculous catch he had, man. You know, I, that, that I, gets ignored because I mean LSU was steamrolling them, but I mean, I mean they can't help that on offense. So yeah, yeah CD all individual defenses, you know, not the greatest. Mm -hmm. I like that pick though. I think I would honestly take Judy over. No, I like. Well, I like. Judy has – okay, so I think there's actually scouts saying that people are maybe backing off on Judy a little bit because he had a meniscus tear yeah, or brain. I, I can't remember. But I feel like his draft stock is falling a little bit, not much. But that may be, you know, if there's 50-50 between Lamb and Judy, that may be the, the point right there where they say, okay, Judy has this, Lamb doesn't. So we're going to take Lamb here. Okay, and that could move us into our star one, sit one, cut one for the wide receivers. Okay. So we have um, Lamb, Judy, and Ruggs. So who, Garrett, we could start with you. Who do you have? Uh, for me, I'd probably start Judy, bench uh, – bench CD, and then cut Henry Ruggs. Oh. You know, Henry Ruggs is great speed and all, but I don't know. I feel like that size is what's really hurting him. 
because he, he's pretty. He's like what five eleven, five ten. Not very big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I, I when it comes to wide receivers these days, I always go for look for size and there's he's obviously faster than all of them, but it's not that much of a difference. So I probably mm-hmm. go to Eddie Lamb over Rugs on that one. Who do you have, Austin? Okay, so I know I've got CD going nine, but I think I'm gonna say Judy over CD. You know, just because he's gonna be he's gonna be one of those top receivers in the NFL, and I think CD will too. But CD's gonna be more of those guys. You know, you throw a jump ball to, and you know he's gonna catch it. But Judy's gonna be someone that can get you know eight or nine catches a game. You know, kind of like a Michael Thomas type player, and I I could really see that from him. And I like Rugs, but not enough to put over Judy or CD. So I'm gonna put you know cut him. But he—he's. I kind of see like a Ted Jinn comparison from him, you know, which which sounds bad, but t- I mean Ted Jinn was a pretty solid player, so that wouldn't yeah, be whole. Slot, slot receiver for sure. Mm-hmm. So this is tough um, for me. I have Rugs going the highest out of the wide receivers. Really? Okay. But I think I'm going to start Judy, and I'm going to actually sit Rugs and cut Lamb. Okay. Which Lamb is a stud, so this one's really hard for me. Um, oh, they're all, they're all good. Yeah, Judy and CD Lamb, they're like two of the like almost the same players, you know? Exactly. But and, I don't know. That's yeah, that's what I'm going with. The crazy thing is, you could miss out on all three of these, and you got Justin Jefferson just sitting there. Exactly. And that's the crazy thing about it. This draft class is loaded at that position. Nope. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay. So All right. So we we got number ten now. Yeah, the Browns is what's supposed yep. to be unless they trade. This is where I put Simmons. So oh, really, Simmons going this late? Yeah, y'all had him higher, but you don't think he'd fall to the Jags or maybe oh. the Cardinals? The Browns. Well, I think he's going to slip a little bit. He had 104 tackles this year with three interceptions, but we'll see. I feel like if the Browns could get Simmons. That would be huge for them. I agree. But uh, I just don't think he'd fall that far, you know. Me, yeah, I mean, it players fall though, mm-hmm. so you never know. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna say that the Browns take uh, Tristan Wirfs here okay. from Iowa, and you know, it was it was really a toss up between Wills for that eighth pick. But I mean, I think Wirfs goes here, so. You know, uh, I'm taking a tackle as well, but I'm, I haven't taken Willis with this pick. Jedrick Willis, all right, cool. I had him at four. but Yeah, you had him going pretty high, but that's fine. The tackles, I mean, any tackle going at four would make sense. And I've obviously we've seen those reports about the Dolphins maybe even trading up for a tackle. So, I mean, we have no idea. Exactly. All right, we got 11. Is that the Jets? Yes. Yeah. Garrett, you start this one off. Who you got? Uh, you know, I'm taking a wide receiver. So, uh, is it going to be CD? Or, you know, the Jets have had a lot of interest in rugs. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, with my mock draft, all the wide receivers are available. And I don't think you pass up on Judy on this one. Okay. I've got them taking Judy as well. But, I mean, he's the, obviously the number two receiver off the board. But I think, you know, he's sitting there. CD's already gone. You know, I think they would have taken CD if he was an option. But Ruggs – or, uh, I mean, not Ruggs. Uh, Judy's there now, so there's no way they pass up on him. They, they need receiver help, especially after losing Robbie Anderson. And so, I, yeah, I just don't think they'd pass up on him. So, I'm staying also with the wide receivers here, but I told you guys that Ruggs was before. And like you said, the Jets – I've seen stuff all over social media about the Jets and Ruggs and that being yeah. a – so maybe he'll end up there. Um, I don't know if that would be their smartest decision to take rugs, but it seems like that has the most momentum to it from what I've seen. For sure. So now we're going to the Raiders. Um, Austin, who you got here? Oh, this one. This one's uh, this one's where it gets tricky because I I don't know if they want to pick rugs or not, but I know that Mackay Becton is just. I mean, their line is really good. I mean, what is their line looking like? Uh, I think they have an old offensive line, but it's certainly good. Well, they they have – don't they have Donald Penn, who's got, kind of getting old in age? 
Yeah, and then uh, the rest offensive line is pretty solid, I'm pretty sure. I feel like they're going to draft his replacement here, and I think they're going to get Mekhi Becton in 12. Okay. I also went with Becton, um, the offense tackle out of Louisville. Okay. You know, this one might be kind of a weird pick, but I got I got them taking Ken Law from South Carolina. Wow. That's not weird at all. Ken Law, he's a solid player. Yeah, sure. his combine was insane. And, uh, you know, I feel like the Raiders need more defensive help. So, mm-hmm. I'm Ken Law this pick. I like that. Sweet. So, we got the 49ers up next. This is where another wide receiver comes off the board for me. I'm taking C.D. Lamb. Average over 20 yards every time he's freaking out the football. So, dude's a stud. Um, yeah. That's a great pickup if he falls that far for him. Yeah, I have C.D. going right there, too. So, I mean, how about the 49ers? You know, you lose the Super Bowl, but not only that, I mean, that sucks, but you got there, and now you're getting the 13th pick. And y'all have CD going there. That would be that would be insane. Devo Samuel and C CD Lamb on the same team. That that'd be crazy. But I mean, obviously, I've got a receiver too. You know, they don't just trade up for that 13th pick to draft. You know, an offensive lineman. I think they want to hit big, and so I think they're going to get Henry Ruggs right here. And you know, they're just going to add to that that offense and really, you know, they already have a great defense. But I mean, getting an explosive offense with it would be huge. So nice. I got Ruggs. Um, so we're on to the Buccaneers now. Garrett, who you got going? The Buccaneers. Uh, so y'all had Becton going to the what were the Raiders? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I have the I've been taking Becton with this pick. Okay. They need the offensive I, help. Yeah. I've got uh, Andrew Thomas going to the Buccaneers. Me too. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I think yeah I think we'll take for sure take a tackle here. Or maybe they go defense because, you know, their offense is already pretty solid. Well, I think they do go defense if the four offensive tackles that we've been discussing are off the board. But I think Thomas is still there, so I don't think they pass up on him. I agree with you. Okay, we're going to the Broncos now. Um, who you got, Austin? Oh, I got uh, another receiver going. I think I got Justin Jefferson right here. He's a, he, he's a, he's a safe pick. And that's what I really like about him. I mean, this guy, he's been producing for a while. And he finally had his breakout year at LSU. And, I mean, he's he's insane. And, I mean, this this is a guy that you can just throw it to him and you can trust that he'll catch it. And he's he's a, he's a great route runner. He's smart with the football. And I just – yeah, I I like Justin Jefferson. Huh. I like that. Also, I'm taking wide receiver, but I'm taking Henry Ruggs. All right. Rugs, yeah, that's I like that in that spot for him. Um, they also got Cortland Sutton. He's also a pretty solid wide receiver. So, yep. Drew Locke's going to have some good targets. It'd be, it'd be good to compliment, you know, and, uh, Sutton. Did they get Noah Fant, too? Yep, they have Noah Fant. Yeah, so I don't know about Noah Fant, but, you know, he should grow as a player. Oh, he, Noah Fant. He, Noah he's Fant. really fast for his size, so I thought he was going to be a good draft pick. He is. He, he had a pretty solid year. I'm going with Ken Law here, the defense tackle out of South Carolina. Okay. He's going to be good. Um, I don't know where he's going to go. Honestly, I could see him going lower than that, and I could see someone trying to take him higher than that. So. Yeah, then they'll have Vaughn Miller, uh, Bradley Chubb, and then now Ken Law at the defense. That'd be mm-hmm. scary defense. For sure. Didn't he get the virus, though? Um, oh, Vaughn Miller? Yeah. Uh, oh, Von Miller, yeah. Von Miller got the coronavirus. If he's there. <laughs> well, look, I don't think he had any, like, real symptoms. I think he's fine. But, yeah, he did – he got diagnosed with it. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. Yep. Okay, so next up is the Falcons. Who do you all have going here? I think I get it. You know, this was a tough one for me. Like, it, it was debatable. But I'm taking Xavier McKinney from Alabama. Okay. See, my only – yeah, like I said, I've probably talked about this a few before, but my only thing is I don't think they would hit safety here because they've got Ricardo Allen, uh, Monte Casey, and Keanu Neal. They've got some great safeties there. And I think they're really going to mainly focus on linebacker here because they just lost Devon Jerry Campbell. And they have uh, – they have that – uh, linebacker from Yale, 
Oakoy. I don't really know how to say his name, but he's going to be solid. So I think they're going to take Calevon Cheston. Uh, I don't know how to say his name from LSU. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just going to pronounce these guys' oh, names. Did he now. have green hair? Is it the guy with green hair? Who? Chastion? No, no, you're thinking of uh, the corner that they used to have a while no, back. No, no, he was, he was an offensive lineman. I know he was. Well, uh, Chesson or Chesson or however you say his name is a linebacker. Uh, but I think oh, he's like an edge guy. I mean, no, I, th- I think he's played most of the linebacker. So, yeah. Um, no, I also have him going there. So, okay. He'll be a good pickup. Cool. So, but we already talking about Chesson going to the Falcons. I have him going to the Cowboys. Okay. I think that would be a really solid pick for them if he follows them. Yeah, I like that. See, when we go to the Cowboys, this is my, I guess, hot take kind of for my mock draft, other than y'all think I moved some people down too low, <laughs> Simmons. Yeah. But I'm going with a quarterback out of Utah Ooh. State, Jordan Love, 3,400. Jordan Love at 17? Going yeah. to Cowboys. So, yeah. what's, what's, uh, so you think uh, – with Dak and his contract, they're going to let him walk? I don't know. I've never been a huge fan of Dak. If I watch NFL, I told you guys I'm not huge on NFL. I'll watch the Cowboys just because I live in Arkansas, so they're close to me. Mm-hmm. Since I've seen him, and I know a bunch of Cowboy fans that don't like him, it wouldn't surprise me if he was gone in the next few years. And I think Jordan Love can be a very good quarterback. That's solid. solid. Yep. A lot of potential. Jordan Love does. No, I think uh, the Cowboys take Ken Law right here because, I mean, his talent just – it's through the roof. And, I, I mean, they can't pass up on him right here. So, I like that one. So, Dolphins, this is where – Wait, Garrett, did you pick your 17 for Cowboys? Yeah, yeah I'm picking Chassion. Chassion? Oh, that's right. That's right. My bad. My bad. You're good. So, this is where I pick up another wide receiver with the Dolphins, Jerry Judy. It's fine. Oh. Yeah, you haven't you haven't had him go yet. He's All right. going off the board. He's going to slip a little bit um, and fall to the Dolphins. That that would be insane. Yeah. Tua and Judy. Ooh. Ooh. that'd be a combination. Yeah, <laughs> the one that they've already had, and I mean that that team chemistry right there would be pretty good. So, so right here, I think they're going to pick Patrick Queen out of LSU. Oh, yep. I was thinking about that too. My my main two were either Patrick Queen or uh, Jones from Houston. Those you know the ta- uh, I think he plays tackle. Yeah, those were my main two. I think I'm going to go Jones. Okay. Cool. Who are we on now? The Raiders. Nineteen. Yep. Okay. Who um, do you have, Garrett? Uh, so like Austin was saying earlier, they might need to replace Donald Penn. So right here, I'm taking Andrew Thomas. Okay. I've got them taking uh, Christian Fulton from LSU. Oh, so he's going to be – I think he's just the third best corner in the draft. So, wait, hold on. Have I had – have I had Henderson go off the board yet? I think oh. so. Did you? If I haven't. I know if he... I haven't, then, I, then I'm going to say Henderson there. Okay. Absolutely. Because I've I've had multiple things where I've said Henderson to the Falcons, so generally I'd put Fulton to the Raiders. But if I haven't had Henderson go off, I'll put Henderson going 19. Yeah, that'd be a steal for the Raiders if he falls. Yeah, Henderson's a great corner, and I don't know why I haven't set him yet. But, yeah, I mean, it's just really been team needs for me, honestly. Right. And uh, the Jags, you know, they, they could have used a corner there, but I thought they'd get CD. And the Falcons, I think they could have drafted him too, but I think they, you know, got chess on. So, I'll, I'll say Henderson going 19. I like that. I didn't – did you not say him? I guess you didn't, did you? No, I didn't. Um, so, I'm going with Kenneth Murray out of OU. Had 102 tackles last year. I think he'd be a good fit for the Raiders. Uh, yeah. Linebackers. Okay. All right, so we got 20 now. Yeah, last one. Who are y'all going with for the last one of our mock draft? Who's got this pick right here? Uh, Jaguars. Jags. Yeah. I think I've already put CJ Henderson on the board, so I'm going to go with AJ Terrell from Clemson. That's why. Yep. I think uh, I think they're going to take uh, 
Patrick Queen right here. Get some defensive uh, defensive help. You know, I like that AJ Terrell pick though. I just think Queen's going to go. I think he can go top twenty. So, gotcha. So that wraps up our mock draft. That was. I mean, we all mostly had pretty similar people in the same spots. I dropped some a little further than y'all had them, and then you let um, Austin, you let the Florida corner drop a little bit. Yeah, Henderson drop a little bit, yeah. But overall, they're pretty much similar. So now we're going to move into some people that we think are sleepers in the yeah. draft. Um, I have two. How many do y'all have? I mean, yeah, I have, I have two or three big sleepers for me. I have two as well. So, my question, and I'm saying this because I'm from Arkansas, I'm an Arkansas fan, Sosa Aguim, uh, defense tackle, he was a high four-star coming out of high school. He was one of Arkansas's highest-rated recruits ever. But he didn't really – his freshman and sophomore year were decent. I mean, he was good all throughout college, but he wasn't what I thought he would be. I don't think he ever reached his potential. But he went off at the Combine, and he has drawn a lot of attention to his name. So I would expect him maybe go third, fourth round, hopefully, for him. But I think he's someone that we will need to watch out for when he gets to the NFL. Okay. Garrett, who you got for your number one? My first one, uh, he's an offensive lineman from Oregon. I remember, like, seeing him on ES or, like, uh, Instagram or something. Funny name. It was, like, Doc Morton. <laughs> Rock Morton. Yeah, Rock Morton. I remember. Yeah, and then I, I was watching that Auburn game, and uh, he he looked pretty good against them. And uh, I, I've also seen other people say that he would be a good sleeper. Okay. But he he's a guard for Oregon. I I just always watched him ever since that funny name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my number one sleeper is uh, Van Jefferson out of Florida. I think. You know, with this stacked wide receiver class, you know, you got guys like, you know, Denzel Mims and, you know, the Arizona State wide receiver going, you know, they're going to – and then you got uh, Justin Ross out of Clemson. Is it Justin Ross or – no, T. Higgins. Sorry, T. Higgins out of Clemson. He's going to go – yeah, those are pretty good receivers right there, but I think everyone's forgetting about Van Jefferson, and I just – I think he's my number one sleeper. Uh, he's going to be – you know, someone kind of like Darius Slayton was for the Giants, you know, kind of came out of nowhere. Slayton last year was a fifth-round pick and kind of, you know, blew it up his rookie year. And I think the Van Jefferson can do the same thing. Okay. Cool. So, I got one more, and mine's going to be Chase Claypool. He's a wide receiver out of Notre Dame, um, averaged around 16 yards per catch, and he caught for over 1,000 yards this year. He went off of the combine as well, kind of like a game. Um, so I also think he's someone that we may need to watch for and hopefully get drafted pretty high and have a good – I've heard his name, yeah, Chase Claypool. Yep. He's good. And so I think Garrett and I agree on this. So I don't, I don't want to take – I don't want to take your guy. So uh, you go ahead and say it, but I know exactly who you're going to say. Is it Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. I, yeah, he's good. You know, I saw this thing the other day where one of his teammates said that, like, two years ago he wasn't even a corner. Mm-hmm. So he he was he turned in a corner like two years ago, and now he was a first round pick. I mean, that just screams sleeper right there. Yep. So Igmanogany, he came into Auburn. He was a wide receiver. Didn't really play a lot. He was unhappy about, you know, what, how much he was playing. You know, his barber sat sat him down and said, "You ever think about moving to corner?" And he's like, "Okay, yeah, I'll try it." And you know, this year I think he had, or just his career, he's had 800 plus snaps, only three touchdowns allowed. Against Judy in the Iron Bowl, Judy had one catch for 10 yards. And obviously, Waddle had an amazing game, but Noah wasn't covering for that game. So, I, I think he's going to be a really good pick. And he'll be a late first-rounder, you know, high second-rounder. And he could be he could be really solid for a team. Okay, sweet. Um, is there anything else y'all want to cover? Or is that it? I mean, I, I've got one more. I found, about, found out about him recently. His name's Logan Wilson from Wyoming. He's like 6'2", 270. Dude's huge. He's a linebacker. Wow. He has ridiculous size and athleticism for a linebacker. So, it it kind of reminds you of Ray Lewis a little bit. I'm not saying he's going to be Ray Lewis because, I mean, I don't think he can do that. But, you know, he he can certainly be a really good player in the NFL with that size and speed. Mm -hmm. And I think – okay, so y'all want to do that – Start one, uh, bench and cut for the running backs, top three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good to me. Okay. 
I'll go ahead and start. So I think for this one, this one was one of my toughest because I like I like the top three running backs a lot. And I don't think – I mean, maybe one of them breaks first round, but I don't think they're going to. I like Swift, but, I mean – It's 4 o'clock. What was that? Oh, it's 4 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> well, was that, I like that. It only does that for some reason. Okay, okay. But, um, I think Swift. I, I'll start Swift just because you know he's got that ex- explosiveness. You know, the next level. I feel like that could be you know game changing right there. I'll start him, and I'll sit uh, Jonathan Taylor. But Jonathan Taylor, dude, you know his stats are insane. I mean, just run rushing for two thousand plus. Didn't you do that? Didn't you do that twice? I think so. I think he did it his freshman year and his junior year. You know, lately there's been a lot of good running backs coming out of Wisconsin, and obviously, like there's just been this debate recently on ESPN. I saw, like about the RBU wide receiver. You, what do you think's the RBU for college? Mm. I think it's Georgia. Really? I say Georgia. Uh, you say Alabama. Well, I guess for college talent, I'd say Alabama, but for NFL talent, then I'd say the Georgia, Wisconsin. Georgia, I mean, they got – I mean, you think about it, you say NFL talent for Georgia, but, I mean, these guys were studs in college too. I mean, you got, yeah. you know, Nick Chubb, who was great at Georgia. He wasn't – you know, him and Todd Gurley, they got hurt, you know, multiple times. So that kind of put a dampering on it. But they, they were amazing when they played. And then Sony Michelle was great at Georgia too. And you know, Noson, uh, Noshan Marino. I mean, they had a lot of great players. Mm-hmm. I think Wisconsin. Um, yeah, Georgia had a lot of good players, but some like I know I'm from Arkansas, so I'm gonna mention this. Arkansas didn't get a lot of credit. We had Darren McFadden. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Well, McFadden was amazing. Yeah, he got snubbed in the Heisman against Tebow. He should have at least won one of them. I think he was better for both. That's that's a tough crowd right there. I mean, you got Tebow versus McFadden. I mean, that any other year besides Tebow, I mean, he wins it, and that's just hard. I agree. And then we've had Alex Collins. Um, Alex, oh good. yeah. Oh, I remember this one play from Arkansas. It was against Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. It was like fourth yeah. and five, and then uh, the tight end caught it, and he like did a little like fourth and Do you remember that? That's fourth and twenty-three. Yeah, I yeah, remember that. That game was insane. That's like that's the biggest I remember. Alex Collins, he like threw it way back there. It was like a pitch apparently, and then he got the ball and ran it all the way for first down. Oh, that play was insane. And they ended up winning that game. It was, it was yeah, great. overtime. I remember watching that whole game. QB sneak too. I think that won it. With it was on the, yeah, with the two point conversion, wasn't it? Yeah, and on the first two point conversion, they tackled us, but there was a face mask. If I'm thinking of the right game. Is it that or TCU that happened? But it was the same event. And I remember uh, Arkansas also had a crazy overtime game with Auburn. Was it 2015? I think it was I think. there, wasn't it? Or no? When who was there? Cam. Was it Auburn? No, 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 no. No, uh, no I'm talking about this is back when Auburn had their off, awful year. Or oh, what, oh, you know, oh. Auburn fans. This yeah. is 2015, back when they had Jeremy Johnson, Sean White. Those guys. Arkansas won that one, right? Was it they Adam? did, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Now. It was at Arkansas. Got the touchdown to win it, yep. Yeah, that was a crazy overtime game for sure. That's a good one. And then we've also had Jonathan Williams, who was a stud. He plays on the Colts now, I think. Um, was he – did he play for the Panthers for a little bit? Maybe. I'm not positive. Wait, hold on. No, I'm thinking of a different Jonathan Williams, I think. Yeah, there's two in the NFL. There's two. Yeah. My bad. Yep. Then we had Raleigh Williams the third, who like broke his neck, but he was gonna be really good. And then now we have Raheem Boyd, um, who was on the last. Raheem Boyd's good. He's a stud. So not as good as Wisconsin, but Arkansas has some good talent. So who do you think the biggest RB or best RBU? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, but I, I feel like you know if Alabama players could have been good in the NFL, certainly been them, but. You know, like Eddie, Alabama's got some solid players, though. Yeah, but yeah, but they didn't do anything in the NFL. Like Eddie Lacy ate too many hamburgers, and I want to talk Trent Richardson. And then Trent Richardson gave all his money away and decided to go play for the Birmingham Iron instead. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's just like in in college, he's an animal. In the NFL, like he just made these silliest mistakes. Like I've, I've seen videos of him where there's like a huge gap for him to run through, 
and then he just decides to run like run uh, around. Yeah. Him. Makes no well, sense. look, y'all also have some amazing players though. You got you know Sean Alexander. Oh, he, I, he's probably Derek the best. Henry. Oh, Derrick Henry too. Yeah, I mean, and Kenyon Drake, he he may have an expanded role at the Cardinals now. I mean, it's the right situation. I mean, he may actually do pretty good. Also, there. really good for Alabama. EJ Yeldon's been kind of. We'll see how how much he plays if Fournette gets traded from the. No, no, he's not on the Jags anymore. My bad. But uh, yeah, TJ Yeldon's been a solid player too. I think he's on the Bills now, isn't he? Yeah, he's on the Bills. But yeah, speaking of Fournette, may get traded from the Jags, and then they'll have Minshew, and they'll probably win one game. I mean, that team is going to be awful. It's going to be real bad. I know there's a lot of Minshew fans out there. I feel bad for him. He's good. It's going to be him, DJ Chark, and I don't know who else. It's it's going to be it's going to be scary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ngakwe wants out, and he's not helping his case on Twitter. <laughs> he he's making it bad. He's yeah. uh he's been arguing with the uh, was it the co-owner? I think. Yeah, I think. Did so. they also lose uh Kalias Campbell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going downhill for sure. Yep, they're tanking for Trevor. <laughs> New thing. So, who was your um, cut? Oh, yeah, so Dobbins is my cut, you know, because I think he's a great running back, but really hasn't really emerged until this year. He was kind of, you know, he was kind of slow, you know, getting into it. And, I mean, he had a great semifinal game against Clemson. You know, and he did get hurt, but, I mean, he, he had a great game. And so, I think – but if that's the only thing I can base it off of, I mean, he had a pretty solid season too. But I just, I think Jonathan Taylor, who's won, was it the Doak Walker Award twi- twice? I think. I think. So. I mean, I mean, he's an animal. And then Swift, I'm, I'm putting him up there because you know he's got some really good NFL running back comparisons. So, I mean, those, those are my main two. Dobbins, sorry, but I mean, you're my number three. I mean, honestly, could be my, my number four. If Clyde Edwards Hilaire, you know, he could he could be up there too. So, Garrett, so what's the third running back we're doing? We're doing Swift, Taylor, and who else? Dobbins. Dobbins. Uh, I'm gonna start Swift. Man, he he was an animal in college. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan Taylor, obviously, he's in. I feel like he's in. He he's probably turned out to be the best. I feel like, just because I don't know, Wisconsin running backs have always had good features in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like Melvin Gordon, obviously, and then cut. I'm gonna say J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. So I'm gonna start Taylor here, and I'm gonna sit Dobbins, but I'm gonna cut Swift. I'm a big fan of J.K. Dobbins. I think he. I'll, I think he'll be the best one out of the three, honestly. So I might. I'm gonna move him. It's I'm, like uh, with Danley. I don't know really Dan Thomason, but I just feel like he's like a high risk, high reward kind of guy. So, you know, yeah. like, he could be really good, but at the same time, you know, he could be really bad. Like, he has a high ceiling but a low floor, I feel like, with him. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think that wraps it up, boys. I All right. It. Um, once again, you can follow me on Twitter at Josh.Teter01. Austin, what's your stuff? Uh, yeah, just both of us are Team SEC. We may think about starting up a Twitter sometime. No, we'll see. Yeah. Twitter for sure. Yep. All, All right. right. Um, we'll see you next time. Appreciate it, guys. Appreciate it. All right, see you.